0: Hi listener, welcome to my podcast. I'm Sumedha, your host and your friend. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope that the first episode, first story excites you and keeps you coming back. So let's begin. Today I'm going to be talking about something that's closest to my heart because you know when I was thinking about uh, what the first episode should be about, I knew that it had to be something to do with me because In this podcast, I'm going to open my life to you all and uh, I wanted to start with something very personal and it could have been Kadir, it could have been a lot many things but the closest thing to my heart is my pet dog, my dearest ever, Dusty. So I thought that it would be fair to talk about how it's like having a pet and how it changes your entire life and uh, what he has done for me uh so starting with uh is he my first pet no i have always like i grew up in a small town with a house and a lawn so you know with a lawn the benefit is that you can always have pets so we did all we always had pets and in fact like if you were to go through my uh you know childhood uh, album you'll see that i'm sitting with my pets and just chatting away like a toddler just sitting with the pets i've apparently been told that you would fall asleep right when they fell asleep uh so well that's been me and i've had a soft corner for dogs all my life But what happened when Dusty entered my life was that I was just finishing school and my result had come out and I really wanted to move out of uh, the city that I lived in. I wanted to go to Bombay and I wanted to, you know, start afresh and be on my own independent. And when I did not qualify for the college that I was aiming for, it was like the end of the world you know when you're 18 your life stops with like every small thing that happens and I was so disheartened and I remember that I was very upset and it had been about five years that we had moved from the small town to uh, the city and like the city was even though it was really nice I was looking forward to the change so uh, my mother never let us get a pet in the house because in a city we lived in an apartment and she thought it wasn't the best thing for the pet so I mean um, and if you're an Indian uh, child you're spoiled enough that you know most of your work is done and you don't take enough responsibility of household work so my mother was obviously right about the fact that you know uh, we're gonna have a pet and you might not take as much care of him and even though her concerns were all fair because you know like i might not have taken as much responsibility at home on my own but i was trying to apply to another city so i was sure that you know i have it in me to take care of a little puppy for sure so i um, You know, uh, we kept uh, having a conversation about how I was so uh, bummed out about the fact that I couldn't get into Bombay and everything and just to cheer me up my mom kept telling me stories from the past and she kept telling me cherished memories of my time with my pets and everything and it made me even more sad because I was like, now we don't even have that mom, I mean what are we doing with our life Uh, I mean this is the bare minimum and everything so you know i don't know what happened to my mom just seeing me sad or upset or what like for that little moment uh she kind of broke down too because she was like you know what we can actually think of getting one and when she said that you won't believe that I didn't waste a single second or a minute I just went straight to my brother's room and I was like mama has agreed to get a pet and let's do this as soon as possible before she changes her mind so we wanted to grab that window that we had of getting the pet so that happened and uh, we started to search everything and we finally got in touch with a guy and he sent us the pictures and like it was love at first sight i knew that that was my baby that ball, that cute face i will never forget that picture so i was sure and we finalized it with the guy and in fact you won't believe that my father wasn't in town we didn't call him because we were apprehensive that he might say no and he might convince mom and whatever So we just kept going ahead with the plan, and then what happened is after finalizing everything, this guy vanished. So for two days, he just disappeared. There is no call back. I was trying his number every hour, and there was no like he wasn't uh, he wasn't responding, and it was getting to my nerves. And uh, at some point, I started to feel that you know he must have uh, given it to somebody else or whatever. And then two days later when i lost all hopes uh my phone rang and when i saw that it's the same number i was overjoyed and jumping and also praying i think that's the hardest i've ever prayed to god also so i was like so happy and i was like when are you when can you come the earliest is there a place where we can come and collect him and everything so he said no no uh, that basically he was ready to come and uh, you know get, give him to us so uh, that's how the story went on and when he finally arrived and uh, the guy gave it gave him to me in my hands he was as small as my palm and trust me my palm is very small so I was like I couldn't believe it it was such a surreal moment and my best friend was with me and this other friend and you know we like the joy was coming from like it was the most unadulterated happiness that i've ever felt in my life so um uh, my, my little cousin was there but i didn't want to give it to anybody i just wanted to hold my baby and just just have him for myself and another coincidence so what happened is like i asked the a, a guy who came uh, to give it like uh, who came um so i asked him that how old is he, uh, all of that. And he said he's 40 days uh, old. So I was like, 40 days is crazy. And But when I calculated, 40 days meant that this baby was born on my birthday. And like, I thought this was the biggest coincidence ever. Like, this was supposed, this was meant to be is what I felt. And uh, I mean, I still stand by that so me and my parents share a birthday and i um even that that's such a cute thing and then um Anyway, then then he came home and he was introduced to the uh, whole world because like we live in a society. So if you ever lived in a society, you know that if some new pet uh, or a baby or anything, it, like anything new that happens, almost the whole of your sector will know about it. And, you know, people were coming to see him. Little kids would ring the bell and be like, "Uh, can we see the puppy? Can we see the puppy? Everyone wanted to play with the puppy. But he was such a lazy little... uh, Of course, he was a little uh, puppy and he didn't have that much energy. He would would be playing with you and he would just uh, slip and sleep off on the floor. And you would wonder, like, he just took 10 steps. How has he just fallen asleep? And that would be a repeat. And then there was a whole process of, like, if anybody has kept a bed, you should know and you will know that Uh, having a puppy is a lot of work so whenever somebody asks me uh, should we get a pet and everything i i always tell them that if you have the time if you have all 24 hours to dedicate if you have enough family members so that you know your 24 hours can be spread and he will constantly have attention yes go ahead but if that's not the case then it's going to be a very big problem because yeah you can leave an adult dog at home on his own for uh, like four to five hours maybe more sometimes and he'll manage but for a puppy for the first two years like by puppy i mean for the first two years so it's it's not very easy you can't like make your vacation plans or you can't just uh, decide to be out for an entire family day out or whatever everything has to be planned uh, around the puppy like how will we manage him where is it like are things pet friendly uh, you choose to go for lunches on a picnic where your dog can have a good time too but not just on your own to some restaurants so it's like a lot of work so they never never think that you know it's going to be easy and like a small infants like even puppies fall a uh, sick a lot they have to get their vaccination so it's a expensive and time-consuming work to get a pet okay and um, luckily for uh, Dusty me and my brother had saved up some money and we we tried to do as much as possible of course our parents did the most but Uh, in terms of taking all his responsibility we were both very you know proactive about it and we would take all sorts of responsibility all his walks all his everything even though now he and somehow even though we did all his work he is still a mama's boy and he's uh, like after my dad for everything and somehow he trusts them because I don't know like dogs kind of are very perceptive so they know who's the real boss but i mean we did everything in our capacity to like uh give him the best of everything like and then uh, you know i slowly slowly started to discover how motherly uh there are many many tales that we're going to come to about him Uh, so uh for a teaser i'll tell you that he had met with an accident and Um, it was one of the scariest moments of my life so I'm coming to that story but for that you'll have to wait and listen Uh, so uh, yeah so I think I was very excited and you know I would take him everywhere that I would go and one day me and my best friend decided that we wanted to take him to this new sector to these new parks and you know we were walking and I was aware of the fact that there are some stray, stray dogs in that sector but i had no clue how many of them were there and how territorial they might get uh and uh, so we were, we had gone for a very casual walk around the sector and we encountered one dog and then you know what happened One dog started barking and it was almost like he was trying to inform the others because from every lane we could hear dogs barking and then slowly we started hearing footsteps of loads of dogs coming at us. And this friend of mine who was with me, she is really scared of dogs. I mean, in fact, actually, even if you love dogs, if that was the case, if, like, ten dogs were coming at you to, like, just pounce on you, you would be scared. So, uh, she was scared, she was screaming, I was screaming. And, like, the most... The, what my instincts did were just to, like, pick up my dog and I don't know where I got the energy and... um strength to do it, but I just held him in my arms while two dogs were trying to pounce on me and you know bite my dog bite me and it was like a whole thing and uh, it was so scary and my friend was holding my phone and I kept shouting please call my mom call my mother call my mother you have to explain to her where we are get her get her and I I hid at one place but I could see all the dogs waiting for us to get out of that hiding spot so that they can uh, pounce on us again but luckily uh to our safety came my mother in her car and i literally jumped right into the car and we fled from the scene we all just fled like it it felt like we we were saving our lives uh but yeah so that was one scary incident but that day i knew that like uh, you, I was ready to like be harmed I was okay with like the dogs biting me but not him so I was holding him so dearly and I think he also put all his faith in me and he was little and he didn't he didn't try to you know fight these dogs like he might have growled later when we got in the car but he wasn't growling when I was holding him he could sense the fear so yeah like that was one story and then slowly what happened is he became a part of our life and uh he started to bring joy in everyone's life my dad you know, started to you know really love spending some time with him playing with him my brother had his way of uh you know playing with him and everyone kind of made a uh they had their own routine and systems with him and um you know our doctor would tell us that beagles have this appetite issue so they won't realize that you know, they're done eating. So, you'll have to take care of that. You'll have to mind uh, how much you give him and not. Because they uh, they have the tendency to get obese and stuff. So, earlier we thought that, okay, like how bad can it get? But what that means is, this fellow is ready to eat anything and everything under the sun. So, you can give him a box of plastic. And this guy will uh, try to gulp that down too. So... I mean that's a struggle that's still a struggle then this one had like separation anxiety a lot like beagles uh, uh like so whenever you get a dog you should always research what are the kind of qualities uh, uh and traits that they have so beagles have the separation anxiety you can work it out you can try to train them but they kind of always feel they want to be a, want to feel like they're the part of the pack so they don't like to be left alone and everything right so uh yeah i mean he's turned six and it's been a beautiful beautiful ride with him and the most uh scary and the most life-turning event that had happened with him was that he had gone for a walk with my father and uh, you know when he goes out for a walk with my dad He doesn't usually go on his leash. He just follows my dad's and he follows my dad's orders and everything. And so on this one fine day, my dad was trying to cross the road. And uh, so was Dusty. And he was in the middle of the road. And I don't know, he thought that Papa had stopped or something on those lines. And he just froze in the middle of a busy road. And a bus ran over him. And uh, my dad uh, like leapt and just took him to the vet, and he knew that he was fine, and uh, things were okay. He was he, there was blood all around, but he he just knew that like he's he's gonna be okay. There's a there's a wound on his paw, but the rest of him is fine. Like by God's grace, it wasn't like uh, it didn't take his life or. Oh my God, I can't even say all this, you know. Like, I can't imagine that ever happening. So, yeah, I mean, it was an accident which hurt his uh, left paw. And uh, that was really, really tough. And what happened is that we were all home. And my dad had taken him straight to the vet. And uh, he had uh, the, the vet had started to operate him and everything. The surgery had begun. And my dad uh, came home and he was sweating and he felt restless and he was panting and everything and he entered and there was no Dusty. his leash was in his hand and before he could even say anything, uh, I I had already started crying because I could sense that something had gone wrong and then my dad said, your dog and he hadn't even completed the sentence and I, I went from crying to howling and then my dad had to calm me down and tell me that no he's all right he's just just uh, uh, there's been an accident and he's under operation he's gonna be okay but i couldn't stop howling and uh, my father asked me to come to the vet and to the clinic and i uh, never knew that i loved something somebody so much Because when I reached the clinic, he was howling and listening to his pain made me cry even more. And the doctor came out, the vet, and he said that, do you want to see what's happened? And I don't know why in the world would I say yes. And he took me in and I'm not even going to get, get into the graphics of that i just came out and for the next two hours his surgery went on and my crying went on and for the next six months uh, we had to go every day to the vet to get his dressing done every single day and i think that's the most i've taken care of another being you know like uh, been responsible been like i took care of him so i feel like with pets what happened especially what happens especially is that because you know that they can't express their pain you have this heightened sense of uh, as a human being you try to give him words and emotions and thoughts that uh, you think they might be having and you know it's a, a process so uh, i i think i stopped going to college uh, completely i was just home i was just looking after him i was uh, just making sure he doesn't rip off his bandage and all of that but touch wood god has been really kind he recovered he walks on his all fours and you know slowly because he was young he was able to recover faster and thank god for that and i hope he's never in that place again or nobody's pet is ever in that place again but yeah so that's the story of dusty there are a gazillion more tales about him which i will get into in some upcoming podcasts i think so yeah he's six now he and i share our birthdays and it's a joy having him it has been life-changing and um i'm so 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 grateful that uh my mom let me uh get him and because my mother also realizes that he has definitely changed all of our lives like not just mine all of our lives he has impacted each one of us and he's the center of our universe i mean when we're out for vacations or if we go out for even two days like we'll be video calling so that we can see his face we want most of his pictures everyone wants what's the update with him so everything revolves around him he's the boss of the house he goes to the park in the car and you know that's that's the kind of life he's living i mean he's living the life anybody would want to live (laughs) he gets fed he sleeps and he just chills and he orders around and like i have this joke that we don't take him for a walk he takes us for a walk he has his own way of walking he'll tell you which route he wants to take which turns he wants to take and when he's done and then he moves back and comes home so yeah enough about my doggy. i hope that i didn't bore you and you stayed interested um stay tuned for more stories and more uh guests and their stories and stuff like that uh bye bye stay tuned and do press the the follow button and keep coming back